0: It's episode 203 of Crack the Customer Code. And we're about to have some close encounters of the customer kind.
1: Well, Jeannie.
0: <laughs> are you
1: B2B B or are you B2C? I'm B2E. B to everybody? <laughs> yes. Well, it's funny. You know, I've noticed because we've talked about B2B before and we throw this term around. But, you know, as I mentioned to be your customers hero, be your dot com. Uh, jargon is a wall between you and your customer. So let's be clear that we're talking in this little tip about business to business customer service. And is it different from business to consumer customer service? And how can we make sure that despite the differences, we're delivering the best possible service? So we're gonna look at what some key things to remember in terms of how B2B relationships may differ.
0: That's right. And the first thing we wanna mention is how in B2B customer service, if that's what you wanna call it, (laughs) what you really have to remember is that um, getting accurate feedback is not necessarily an easy thing In B2B relationships and I think we've come to assume that it's not always an easy thing in B2C relationships but sometimes in B2B relationships what happens is you've created these long-term personal connections with let's say an account manager at a firm and it gets harder and harder to share accurate feedback to share hard feedback to share emotional things that you wouldn't say to a friend Um, about the service that you're receiving. And I think that's often overlooked. So in B2B customer service, it is really important to to look past that to try to find ways to gather feedback that isn't just relying on the person who has the direct relationship with the customer. Because even if the customer is a business, the person <laughs> is still the customer, whoever that is, that's dealing with your product or dealing with your invoices or anything else. So, You know, B2B is not just about faceless organizations. It's about people, too.
1: Well, exactly. And what happens in that personal relationship is that you get the call one day because you think everything's wonderful because your relationship with Bill or Ted is wonderful. And Mm -hmm. Bill calls you and says, ah, sorry, I wish I could have kept the account. But everybody uh, really has been unhappy with the service. I fought for you. And boom. (laughs) Yeah. Hammer dropped. meanwhile,
0: they've been talking to your competitor for six months and you had no idea
1: (laughs) so one of the ways to account for that bias is to try to get accurate feedback and one way to do that is to bring in a neutral third party somebody who can sort of assess the situation more objectively and Mm -hmm. you can also have someone reach out to other people even the ceo or another representative from the company so ask them how happy they are with the relationship how happy Mm -hmm. they are with
0: the service and go past your buddy bill exactly And I think if we flip that on its head and we talk about what if you're on the other side of that relationship, what if you are the vendor, the person, the business who's actually selling into these businesses, personal relationships can actually be very beneficial, but you actually have to make sure that you're nurturing them, make sure that you are in high touch with them, because it is easy to... Understand that, you know, if they don't hear from you for a while, they're going to feel neglected. And so make sure that it's not just about new customers. It's about those loyal customers as well.
1: Absolutely. And another thing you can do is to remember that if you are attempting to innovate in a B2B relationship, there are some excellent opportunities for co-creation. And we often think about co-creation in a B2C sense, but the advantage of co-creation with another business is that they have a lot invested. Uh, they want to keep working with people they trust, and it's really an opportunity to get some great feedback and to get some great buy-in.
0: Yes, and you know, I love co-creation, <laughs> so I'm a big fan of this piece because it's it's really a great way to get that feedback to work with your customers in B2C and B2B, and we shouldn't overlook that. Absolutely. So I guess in summary, what we're saying is it's not all that different. You just have to look for how the relationships could lead to problems that might be unique to B2B or unique to B2C. But accurate feedback and regular high touch, that's a great way to to connect with customers wherever you are.
1: And don't forget to try to co-create because you'll make Jeannie happy. <laughs>
0: And you made us happy by being here with us today. So thank you so much for listening to Crack the Customer Code. We are a proud member of the C-Suite Radio family. If you like C-Suite Radio, then check out C-Suite TV and watch in-depth interviews with business content for C-Suite leaders and entrepreneurs. And it's all on demand. Get insider secrets by going to com, And make sure you learn more about Adam at customersthatstick.com.
1: And make sure you connect with Jeannie over at 360connect.com. That is E-X-T. Until next time, take care of yourself.
0: And take care of your